Welcome back to the Hot Tip Best Daily Pick Show for Wednesday, November 10th. Back with some more college basketball action today. Yesterday's picks, opening night, 3-3. Three and three. Um, We still do have the Duke play pending. However, they are minus one, and um, they got a slight lead as of right now. So um, definitely have to check in to see how we finish the night, but a average night either way. So um, hopefully we can you know get, get some profit here tonight. So let's just jump right into Wednesday's picks. I'm Starting off the first game, we're taking a look at on Wednesday's card, Buffalo taking on Michigan. And for this Buffalo team, enter the season 93rd in Kim Palm, 71st in the Hot Tibet Power Rankings. I am pretty high um, on this Buffalo team going into the season. As far as Michigan goes, they come in two in both Kim Palm and the Hot Tibet Rankings. And, you know, for Michigan, Juwan Howard has done wonders for this team going in and bringing him in as a head coach. You know, a former player um, has worked out very well for this Michigan team. Um, and while they did lose a couple of guys from, you know, last year's team, um, majority of the key pieces that, that really helped bring that team together um, and win games from last year are still intact. Uh, as far as Buffalo goes, you know, they're always a powerhouse in the MAC. You know, they're they're always a team to beat um, no matter who they have at coach, no matter who they have on the court. And, you know, Jim Weissel has done a really good job coaching this team last year, taking them to 12 and 6 um, in the MAC. And, and they returned four guys, um, four starters, rather, from last year's team. Also, add Macon Jack um, from George Washington. He should really help, you know, round out the starting five for this team. And, and on the offensive side of the ball, there's not a whole lot you can, you know, argue about this Buffalo team. You know, um, night in and night out, if you go look at the Buffalo score, they're scoring a heck of a lot of points. Um, and they do that in large part because they can rebound the basketball and get second chance opportunities. Last season, they raised sit, they ranked sixth nationally um, in offensive rebounding percentage. You know, did a very, very good job in that aspect of the game. And they're one of the best defensive teams in the MAC. And let alone, I say the country. Um, I, I don't know that I'd push it necessarily that far, but in the Mac there, you know, for sure at the top of that, um, in, in no small part, um, Josh Mabal, who is, you know, the reigning Mac defensive player of the year, who really helped push this team defensively and and just do a great job on that side of the ball. So really both ways you look at this, Buffalo is great on offense. They can score points, they can stop teams on defense, and that's really what you want. And going into a game against Michigan, who, you know, is obviously a very good team, you know, Michigan comes into the season with the number two recruiting class in the country. Um, you know, know it was one for for quite a while um obviously memphis does i think it was it's number one now um ends up edging them out for this year um but you know hunter dickinson returns he's a monster in the paint he was a second team all-american a season ago um and they you know are not bad on defense either in fact they're probably the best team in the country when it comes to defense ranked first in kim palms um adjusted defensive efficiency so you know they're going to be good um they bring in a couple highly touted recruits you know in that recruiting class terrence williams um zeb jackson both are, are going to make a difference instantly for this team. Devontae Jones coming over from Coastal Carolina um, should be a, a transfer guy who who can do some some stuff down the stretch. And this Michigan team, let's just be honest, is going to be a good team. They're going to be a top of the the Big Ten, a Big Ten that you know is probably going to be fairly competitive. It was last year, um, and it'll be interesting to see where they finish. However, when we look at this team, or this game, the thing to me early in the season 
is experience. You got to have experience, especially this season where, let's be honest, a lot of these sophomores on these teams, sure, they have, you know, playing experience, but they're not used to the full stadiums. They're not used to the full crowds, you know, the atmosphere that comes around some of these college basketball games. And I, and I think that's going to definitely hurt a team like Michigan um, when they go up a team against, or a te- when they go up against a team like Buffalo. Um, and really, Buffalo is just so good on both sides of the ball. They're a very talented roster, a very experienced roster. Um, and I feel like they're going to pick up pretty much right where they left off last season. You can kind of say the same about Michigan. Um, but I think, you know, with so many young guys coming in, um, it's going to be harder for them to do that. And while Michigan wins this game, you know, I would be shocked if Michigan loses this game. 15 and a half points is just way too much. You know, Buffalo is not a bad team by any stretch of the imagination. And I think they can easily keep this one close. So give me Buffalo plus 15 and a half against Michigan. The next game on the card, Fairleigh Dickinson taking on Seton Hall. Fairleigh Dickinson comes into the season 327th in Ken Palm, 302 in the Hot Tibet ranking. Seton Hall 50th in Ken Palm, 55 in the Hot Tibet ranking. So um, a pretty wide margin between these two teams as far as ranking goes. And it doesn't get much closer when you, you break them down. You know, Fairleigh Dickinson is not a great team going into the season, you know, projected to finish near the bottom of the NEC last year, which is completely different from where they were last year. You know, a lot of outlets had them near the top of the NEC, if not winning the NEC last season. And they fell way short of expectations last year. Sure. Um, a, a couple guys opting out really hurt that some injuries um, didn't help it either. Um, but it just wasn't a great season for them last year. And unfortunately for them, this young team isn't in a whole lot better shape this year. You know, um, when you look at the roster, they only have two juniors on the team. The rest are all sophomores and they have a lot of freshmen to go with that too. Um, so, so a very young team from that aspect, they are absolutely atrocious on the defensive side of the ball, 347th and adjusted defensive efficiency, according to Ken Palm coming into the season. So, who are they going to slow down? Pretty much nobody. And, and going up against the Seton Hall team that is pretty good on defense, I think that could be hard. And speaking of the Seton Hall team, it's not like they had a great season last year either. You know, they absolutely collapsed down the stretch. I think they lost five of their last six games. And, and you know, they were on the bubble and just kind of blew that out of the water. They had no chance of making the tournament at that point. Um, and it was a disappointing season. Let's just say that for Seton Hall. You know, when you don't make the tournament um, in the Big East, it's, it's not a great season. Um, Curry Richardson, you know, comes in from Syracuse. He's crazy good on defense and will definitely be an instant impact on the Seton Hall team. Alexis Yednata, um, another guy who transfers in from South florida so two transfers that are, that'll really help seen hall who are instant playmakers for this team um and this is a top team in the big east when they play their best basketball it's just whether or not you're going to see that night in and night out you know we saw a little bit of a slow start from this team last year um and an atrocious ending they played great in the middle um but what exactly are we going to see out of the gate from the seaton hall team Personally, I think it's going to be better basketball. I think they've, you know, made some moves in the offseason um, and really kind of positioned this team to be in a better spot. Um, you know, this team, when they push pace of play and when they control the speed of the game last season, they played very, very well. Um, and then they looked like a much better team out there on their court. I think Kevin Willard is going to, you know, harp on that heavy in the offseason here. Um, and I think he really has a pretty good group of guys together for this game. Looking back over at Fairleigh Dickinson, it's not that they have horrible players but they don't necessarily have the deepest roster in the world it's obviously not going to stack up against the likes of seaton hall um pre-oliver rachi 
um you need to step up on defense i mean up and down the roster they need to step up on defense but he's one guy they can kind of lean on um to hopefully get this defense boosted up a little bit so they're not you know pretty much bottom 10 team in the country when it comes to defense um i don't know that's going to happen here against the seton hall team that is pretty good brandon rush is another guy for fairly dickinson um who's really just gonna have to score some more points um they're a guy that they can lean on when they need points um but when we break it right down without the experience on fairly dickinson's team it's going to be very, very hard for them to go into Seton Hall um, on the second night of the season and, and really play decent basketball at all. You know, 16 and a half or 16 points um, for the Seton Hall team. You know, it's it's not a spread that I love laying a lot. Um, you know, really, I don't get much higher than that on favorites throughout the entire season. But um, there's slim pickings when it comes to the early gains. Um, and this is one where it's just such a mismatch. I don't know how the spread is so low. So give me Seton Hall minus 16 against Fairleigh Dickinson. In the final game on Wednesday's card, Florida Atlantic taking on New Mexico. FAU comes into the season 194 in Ken Palm, 146 in the hot tip bet rankings. New Mexico 288 in Ken Palm, 278 in the hot tip bet rankings. And, you know, this FAU team, they didn't have a great season last year by any means. You know, there was a, a middle-of-the-road finish in the, the Conference USA. Um, but they did get a CBI bid. They ultimately turned it down. Um, because of COVID and and whatnot, and you know we didn't really have a, a whole lot of the, the smaller postseason tournaments. You know, guys, teams weren't really going to them last year as much. Um, but they did get the bid. You know, Dustin May has this team in a decent spot going into this year. Um, Burma Bari, um, whose name I completely just butchered, um, comes in from um, East Carolina and about to butcher another name. Um, Vladisval Golden um, comes in from Texas Tech. So, so two guys who have impossible to pronounce names, but are very good players who are going to help, um, you know, be instant transfer talents um, to this FAU team. And, and they got a pretty promising backcourt, you know, a team that can score some points and, and really the experience of this roster um, is definitely going to help this FAU team. Looking over to New Mexico a little bit, you know, they're a team that absolutely struggled to win games last season. Um, some of that was from injuries, but I think a lot of that was just, you know, their crazy COVID rules that this team had to deal with, not being able to play in the state of New Mexico, you know, just basically being on the road the whole time, you know, playing in Texas and Arizona, and, and they were all over the place, and it did not help this team one bit last season they they have a poor finish go out and hire richard patino um in the offseason and you know he seems like a pretty good coaching hire you know I, there's a lot of teams in the country that would like to have richard patino and and new mexico's one that you know nails it they, they go out and get him um he brings in jalen house from arizona state um an instant transfer also jamal moshburn um, from minnesota two guys who let's be honest are, are going to make a huge difference for this new mexico team um but it's going to be interesting, like we've said with basically every game, um, how those guys are going to be able to jive with the rest of the roster, um, you know, at, at the start of the season. Uh, you know, it's always interesting to see transfer players come in, you know, what their first few games look like. So Quas Singleton um, is a great job or needs to do a better job shooting the ball for this New Mexico team. Did have a great season last year, 51% from the free throw line. You know, if he can get that number up, you know, this New Mexico State team can play a lot better basketball and i think patino has great talent he has guys coming in it's just how well is this team's chemistry going to be right off the bat if we're being quite honest i don't know that it's going to be great for fau 
Um, you know, they they return a pretty experienced roster, like we said, and, and when they push tempo in games and they control the speed of the game, they play very, very good basketball. They got some great man-to-man defense, um, and they add some great pieces in the transfer portal. So, you know, I feel like Dustin Dusty May, you know, really has a, a pretty good team together, and obviously Richard Pitino is a great coach. You know, he's had some very good experience in his past, um, but when it comes straight down to this game, New Mexico just doesn't feel like their roster is near the level that FAU's is going into this game. And while FAU has struggled to get over the hump in the past, I really think this could be a little bit of a breakout season for them. So um, I love FAU this season. Love them in this matchup. Taking them minus two and a half in this game. That is it for Wednesday's college basketball show. If you want to see more college basketball action, head over to hotdebest.com. Check out the commuter model picks up there. Also, NFL, college football, NBA, NHL, everything going on this week up on the website. If you're not following me at Hotdebest, Chris on Twitter and Instagram, make sure you follow me there so you don't miss out on any future content, as well as on the Best Stamp app, where you can get early access to all of the picks before I record each show. I did screw up today on Best Stamp. I, I messed up the picks. I accidentally put Michigan State, or not Michigan State, Michigan minus 15 and a half. Um, before I put the Buffalo pick in, but there is a comment under it um, that says that's not the play. Buffalo plus 15 and a half, which is placed right after that is the play. So um, if you're looking at best stamp, a little bit of a, a mess up by me, but with so many college basketball games, sometimes it's hard to look at on there. So um, we'll get better as the season goes on. It's only night two. So um, that will improve. If you're not following me or if you're not following the Hot Dibbits main account on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, follow over there so you don't miss out on any of the computer model action. And last but not least, if you're watching here on YouTube, hit the like button, subscribe for the channel hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any future content and most importantly drop a comment down below let me know who you guys are betting on for wednesday's college basketball card and thanks for watching today's show i will see you guys tomorrow <laughs>